There are two mistakes a person can make along the road to truth. One is not starting, and the other is not going all the way. Kuatama Siddhartha Climbing the steep hill on his bike, Garrett realized he was almost spent. He was very thirsty and very, very tired. This must be how people lost in the desert without water feel, he thought. Man, would I kill for a tall coke right now. The hill's summit achieved, the exhausted boy was relieved to see the pickup had pulled into a driveway and stopped. He located a nearby group of trees and hurriedly rode his bike into them, believing this was a location where he could safely hide and watch the man and not be seen. Garrett quietly laid the bike down and established an observation position. Though exhausted and frightened because he didn't know what the consequences would be if he was caught, he found this spying thing kind of cool. Too bad he wasn't getting paid $200 per day plus expenses, like that guy on that old television detective show that his dad liked to watch. But he was only a little kid. What did he expect? Anyways, he wasn't doing this for money. He was doing this because something here didn't feel right, because there was something about this man that caused an alarm to clang in his head, despite the fact that his father said the guy was okay. Viewing the scene, Garrett's confusion further increased when he saw Steele exit his vehicle. Strange, he thought. This guy, this super-rich mega-doctor, who was dressed in raggedy clothes, just took the mower out of the back of his truck and started mowing these people's lawn. Why would he do that? He's got to be making plenty of money. What's he doing driving his car to that storage facility to swap out his car for a truck and then driving that truck to these people's house to mow their lawn? Why go to all that trouble? His young mind whirled with possibilities, one of which caused him to consider laughing at himself. Well, maybe this is all normal and harmless. Maybe the owner of the house is his crippled mother, or an old lady from his church, and he is just doing them a favor. That would be just like him, wouldn't it? Not only was he a world-famous super-doctor, he was also Mr. Wonderful, a superhero who donated his few spare moments to helping little old ladies. If that's the truth, he thought sheepishly, that would make me quite the idiot to be hiding in these trees, pretending to be one of the hardy boys trying to solve a mystery that doesn't even exist. Oh, well, he mused, draining the last bits of his water bottle. I've worked this hard today to get here to try and put an end to all this. I might as well watch him for a while and see how it plays out. Forty-five minutes later, the man hefted the mower into the back of the truck and then walked to the front door of the house. Garrett was surprised to see a very attractive woman who was probably in her thirties. He could never tell with adults. But she was certainly no crippled little old lady from anybody's church. No way, Jose, this lady was very pretty. Reddish blonde hair, pale skin, tall and thin. He hadn't developed an interest in girls yet, but the lady looked like she would be a good mom. Hmm, he thought. Let's not go giving him any medals of honor yet. All along my insides have told me something doesn't feel right here. Let's see what he does next. Knowing he would need to move quickly to be able to follow Steele should he move again, Garrett jumped up and turned to pick up his bike. He stopped cold when he saw a large man standing by his bike, not five feet away. What you watching there, short stuff? Garrett, startled, was only able to produce a mumbled, uh... I'm sorry, son, I didn't understand you. What did you say? You sound like your mouth's full of peanut butter. I, uh, who are you? I'm sorry, young man. I guess I'm not making myself clear. I asked you a question. Your job is to answer it, he responded calmly and evenly. 
Garrett did not like this one bit. This man was giving him the full-on creeps. What was he doing sneaking up on him, and why was he asking him questions? His instinct was to run. He could probably outrun him, but the man was between him and his bike. He couldn't leave that behind. There would be no way to explain its absence to his parents. Garrett inhaled deeply and reassured himself that maybe the man owned the property where he had been hiding and that he was only here to scold him for trespassing. "'Sorry to be on your property, sir. It, it won't happen again,' he apologized, trying to keep the terror out of his trembling voice. "'You see, now you've got me confused,' responded the man. "'A minute ago you had me thinking that the reason you didn't answer my question is that you couldn't speak. Now you show you can speak, but you still don't answer my question, so I'm starting to think that you have a hearing problem. Do you have a hearing problem, young man?' The truck began pulling away. I've got to get out of here and follow him. But even more importantly, I've got to get away from Mr. Weird here. I, I, I'm sorry, mister. Please don't hurt me. I really need to go. My parents are expecting me home. Can I go now? Ah, he said strangely. Mommy and Daddy don't know their little angel is out spying on grown-ups, do they? What would they do if they found out you were being a naughty boy today? Garrett's anxiety was increasing by the moment. This scene was starting to scream Garrett's face in the newspaper, followed by a short obituary of what a fine young man he had been before he mysteriously disappeared. "'Please let me go,' he pleaded. "'I promise I'll never watch him mow lawns anymore. Please!'